Hello and a very warm welcome to Engineered Unicorns. This is a local podcast for Karlsruhe from your book dragons and DJ. And I'm sitting here on October 1st of 2020 and I'm going to give you some cozy ideas for this month and this starting dark time in this year in the northern hemisphere. October is naturally the start of autumn or fall and a lot of people are looking to read a lot more and it depends a bit on, on where you are from and what your reading tastes are like. Personally I like to read cozy books and funny books with a lot of fantasy parts in it. Some other people are liking spooky books. If you are one of those people, I can recommend that you look at Booktube for book recommendations. There are tons of new videos out on spooky books for this month and in preparation of Halloween. Or some other people are also liking to reread Tolkien's books. So The Lord of the Rings, there is even a read-along for Lord of the Rings. And one of the people who likes to reread Tolkien and The Lord of the Rings is Ralph from Campus Radio Karlsruhe. It's not my preferred reading material for fall. Instead, I'm going to give you my recommendation for this month and some other hints and what ideas as to what to do for this month. So, as I've said, it's supposed to be cozy. I hope you liked your September. My September was really nice. I got to meet some friends and I got to travel to Amsterdam for the first time ever. And luckily I was there before the travel warning for the Netherlands came out because of Corona. So I played it safe even there and I wore my mask everywhere. I didn't go into museums or something like this. I just visited the Hortus Botanicus, which is their botanical garden, which I can highly recommend. It's really nice there. And I also just strolled around the city, had a look at a lot of the channels, Krachten. And I also got to enjoy some coffee shops, as in real coffee, not the other kind of Amsterdam. <laughs> I also get to enjoy the weather because I had really good weather. It was nice and warm and I even went to some bookstores. Amsterdam is in the lucky position to have a Waterstones, which carries mostly English language literature. And I found quite a lot of books there. Waterstones even has a whole shelf just for LGBTQ plus books for young adults. I even found one that's called I'm a Gay Wizard. <laughs> I haven't read it so far, but I think it's, so it's fun. And I also got a book on meditation, which I was looking for for ages. And I found it at the English bookstore in Amsterdam. And the English bookstore provides relatively cheap books and Waterstones is just your regular bookstore. Anyway, I also got a lot of other books that last month because it was birthday month. So I splurged a bit on books and I'm currently also in the habit of replacing some of my favorite books. 
As a matter of fact, I recommend one of the books that I'm replacing currently because my copy, which was a mass market paperback, is really falling apart and I can't even use tape to rescue it. So I decided to get a hardcover version of it, which is unusual for me. I also read a lot in September and I even finished my Goodreads challenge for this year. So I am now at 53 finished books, which is for me a normal amount. I had 54 books last year and the year before I was at 90 books for the whole year. So I'm right in the middle of my usual amount of reading for a year. And keep in mind, these are all books and there's audiobooks in it. There are also graphic novels in them, which are usually easier and faster reads. And so it isn't 54 books of tomes, <laughs> which are uh, books over 600 pages or something like this. So there were two or three, which are big books, but the rest of it is shorter. So it shouldn't put you into pressure. Read whatever you like. So anyway, I bought some books. I got finished uh, some books and I'm here to recommend to you one of my favorite authors. You might have heard of him. His name is Terry Pratchett. He is a British author. Sadly, he died five years ago. And he was one of the most prolific writers. He has a book universe which is called The Discworld. You might have heard of it. And he wrote 41 books for this universe. So there's a lot of reading you can do. And because he is so well known, his books were translated to over 30 languages. And there were over 85 million copies sold of his books. So he is very well known. And because of that, you get his books at the library. The American library in Karlsruhe has them in English. And you find them in German too at the city library. However, there are also audiobooks of his and there are still mass market paperbacks of him and there are also hardcovers and the one I replaced is The Truth, which is my main recommendation to you. Anyway, to read and to make it cozy for yourself, I want to give you some small recommendations what I'm doing currently to make it even more cozy. And that is having fairy lights installed. And I use the ones that you can actually plug in an outlet. I'm not a fan of all those battery supplied fairy lights that you get. It's really hard to get plug-in fairy lights these days. But I think they are the better option because you have not the issue of getting rid of the batteries and have to rebuy batteries regularly. So I highly recommend you get yourself plug-in fairy lights. I also just splurged on a new pillow for my bed because I tend to read in bed and I had not so good pillows and I slept not so good. So I splurged on a new pillow, which is all natural fibers. It's with wool balls and with cotton covering. And I sleep like a, uh, <laughs> they always say like a baby, but uh, I, I think uh, as a baby, I didn't like to sleep. So I sleep very well on it. Um, and I recommend getting a really good and 
made of natural materials pillow for yourself. Another thing that I got are cozy socks, really warm socks because I don't like having cold feet. <laughs> there are reading socks out there, but I don't like reading socks because they tend to go too far up the leg and they bunch up the pajama trousers. So I don't like them. I like normal hate socks, which are thick. And do have some natural fibers in them, which is hard to find. And then I kind of sorted my flat and did some editing. Uh, so I put to good use my last recommendation from last month, Colin Kawishik. And he's also a proponent to do some more stuff around your apartment when the seasons are changing. That are the necessary things and I also tend to drink a lot of tea. So uh, I got the teas out. I usually drink rubbish and I drink mostly loose tea. So I go to specialized tea shops and get my loose tea there. And I also tend to drink hot chocolate in the evening when it's cold outside naturally. This is what warms me up the best way. I uh, Somehow tea doesn't work in the evening for me. I still have the feeling that I'm cold. And when I drink hot chocolate, I tend to get more cozy. So that's definitely a recommendation if you should like to do so. Anyway, let's get back to the books. So I already told you I want to recommend to you Terry Pratchett books and I have four favorite books of the 41 Discworld novels. The first book and one of my absolute favorites because it's also very fitting for the time now is The Truth which was released in 2002. Then there's Mort which was released in 1987. Then there's Going Postal, released in 2004, and Monstrous Regiment, released in 2003. Now, I highly recommend The Truth. You can start with essentially every novel in the Discworld book universe. However, there are mini-series inside it, and to really enjoy the characters, I think it's always good to look into the first of the mini-series or plot motives to really get to enjoy it. And if you want to have an overview of those mini-series and so on, I recommend the Wikipedia article. There's a big chart of the storylines of the Discworld novels. So there's the Rincewind novels. Personally, I'm not a fan of the Rincewind novels, even though Rincewind, which is a wizard, and one who makes a lot of mistakes and is not even any good at magic. His book, The Color of Magic, was the first book ever written for Discworld from Terry Pritchett. So he was the first. And then another storyline which I personally absolutely love is the storyline of death. He is a character himself <laughs> and he is a really strange character. For instance, he always speaks in small caps and I think that's quite funny. He is how you imagine death as a person. He is a skeleton with dark clothes and in his, in his skeleton eye sockets you have red lights. 
he has a really weird personality and he likes humans and he thinks them fascinating so he has at his home which is another dimension he has a house and he even has a daughter and he has a horse which is called Binky and Binky is not a skeleton horse it's a real horse so Mort which is his apprentice <laughs> has to actually shovel Binky's manure when he gets there. Anyway, Death or Mort is one of the other storylines which I highly recommend. So Mort is the first book of the Death novels. If you want to read a bit of spooky books, maybe this is quite a good idea. Or you can also go to Carpe Yukulung. Not sure if it's pronounced this way which is about vampires. It's the kind of fun vampire story. And Terry Pratchett writes mostly parody and humor. And so the even the vampire books are quite fun and not scary, in my opinion. Anyway, there's another storyline about witches. And those witches are quite funny. They, they, they can also do magic, but they prefer to use psychology to get their stuff done. And... Then there are the City Watch novels. They are also quite interesting and you learn a lot, even about good policing. So I highly recommend them. And then there are the Wizards at Unseen University. So they are quite fun for everyone who uh, works at the university. <laughs> and they are quite interesting. So with the Wizards, there are also books by Terry Bridget, which are on popular science. And the wizards have uh, an experiment which went wrong. And so they created Rodent World, which is essentially our world. And I recommend those books too. Then there's Tiffany Aching, which is a series more for younger readers. Most von Lippwick stories are quite fun. I highly recommend them because... Going Postal is one of those and I really enjoy them. And Making Money is another and yeah, it's quite interesting to read them because they are parodies of the real world and so they are quite informative, our systems work. So those are the storylines and the truth is part of Industrial Revolution storyline. It essentially follows William de Water, who is a writer and at the start of a story he has a kind of newsletter that he sells to uh, dignitaries from other countries. He lives in Ankh-Morpok which is the main city of Discworld and you could say it's like every other big city like Rome or London or New York if you can imagine them in earlier times and he lives there he is one who can write very well and he likes words which is why he is called William de Water and at the start as I've said he has a newsletter which he sends monthly to foreign dignitaries like the king of Lankra it's his business and then there's a mishap and he is hit in the head <laughs> by a printing press by the dwarfs the dwarfs came up with this the dwarfs are tinkerers and the kind of engineers of this world and they then help him with the newsletter because they have movable type so it's easier to make them than to use other methods which they used 
then used to cut those out, those letters, the whole page. And that was done by the engravers. And <laughs> one of the engravers was called Mr. Cripslock. <laughs> Terry Bridget has always speaking names. In any case, due to the movable type, this is easier, but this means that the engravers aren't happy logically because it's their livelihood. But the daughter of the engraver, which used to do the newsletter from Mr. DeWater, is becoming his second, yeah, because he is the first journalist. And so from the monthly newsletter, they start doing a daily newsletter which is the Times, the Ankh-Morpok Times. And with that and Sue's whole trouble, there's a side plot where some criminals want to infiltrate the city government. And William DeWater is talking about it in his newsletter. And <laughs> he has a run-in with the City Watch. So even there, they aren't the best kind of friends. And so journalists and policing... <laughs> don't go so well together <laughs> even there so the story is quite funny it's also really interesting how the news business evolved so if you ever wondered how the london times or the new york times was founded no not really but it's a nice story and as with everything with what terry pratchett writes it's a quite a good mirror of the real world and they do have even certain issues that we have in the real world but it's always turned on the head and it's always quite interesting to read and see the reasoning behind it so that's definitely a good book i highly recommend the truth and i want to read to you the first few paragraphs because i think they are quite Good and because they show how Terry Pratchett works. The rumor spread through the city like wildfire, which had quite often spread through Ankh-Morpok since its citizens had learned the words fire insurance. The dwarfs can lead into gold. It bust through the fetid air of the alchemist's quarter, where they had been trying to do the same thing for centuries without success, but were certain that they'd manage it by tomorrow or by next Tuesday at least, or at the end of the month for definite. It caused speculation among the wizards at Unseen University, where they knew you could turn one element into another element, provided you didn't mind it turning back again next day and where was the good and death besides most elements were happy where they were it seared into the scarred puffy and sometimes totally missing ears of the thieves guild where people put an edge on their crowbars who cared where the gold came from the dwarfs can turn lead into gold it reached the cold but incredibly acute ears of the patrician and it did that fairly quickly because you did not stay ruler of Ankh-Morpok for long if you were second with the news. He sighed and made a note of it and added it to a lot of other notes. The dwarfs can turn lead into gold. It reached the pointy ears of the dwarfs. Can we? Damned if I know I can't. Yeah, but if you could, you wouldn't say. I wouldn't say if I could. Can you? No. Aha! So this gives you a quite a nice idea how it works with uh, this whole universe. And I highly recommend it to you. Now, if you 
want to read not about news I can highly recommend Mort which is the first of the death novels it's quite funny because Mort is a young boy who is looking for an apprenticeship and, and death becomes his uh, master and it takes Mort on as an apprentice and the story ensues from there it's quite funny and I really like it Then there's another book that's called Going Postal and it's about Moist von Lippig who is a criminal and the patrician is actually giving him a second chance. He's supposed to become the postmaster general because the post was replaced by semaphores. Um, semaphores are some kind of uh, communication device before there was uh, Morse code and using light to communicate messages so because of the semaphores the post was having trouble and <laughs> there's just one post officer still there and uh, old old cat and most von Lübeck has the honor <laughs> to make the post working again it's a really good story i really like it there's a second book in the series which is called making money I personally like Going Postal more, but they are both good books. And last but not least, there's Monstrous Regiment. I do have the German edition of this one. It's about uh, two small countries who are in a very long war. And then it starts out in a small town in one of those countries. And they are looking for new soldiers. They get new soldiers and... Over the course of the story, it turns out that the whole regiment that we are talking about is actually made up of women. And they are tasked with securing the win of the war. <laughs> and they actually do it <laughs> with some help. And I think it's a hilarious book. And they do have a commander, which is... <laughs> not really good at stuff and his biggest goal is to get a piece of clothing named after him and <laughs> big designs on it but his name is Blouse <laughs> so so um, yeah you know what will be named after him <laughs> and yeah it's a, quite a funny book it's one of the last few of Terry Bridge and one of my favorite characters of the books is the patrician But in the last few books, I think the books that were written from 2010 going further, the patrician changed quite a bit and I didn't like this. Terry Bridget, The Truth, Mord, Going Postal and Monstrous Regiment are my favorites and I highly recommend to read them. And you get them all at the public libraries in Karlsruhe. Now, in October, we also have new book releases. Luckily, not so many as in September, because September was quite expensive for me because of that. So the book releases for October are Gail Carriger, The Heron's Journey, which comes out today, 1st of October. And it's a non-fiction book about the heron's journey. You may have heard of the hero's journey, a lot of it's a motive and it follows certain rules so for example star wars is built on the hero's journey odysseus was the first who had the hero's journey 
the heron's journey, the female journey is a bit different. And this book is about that. So I'm looking forward to reading this. Another book that's coming out and that's quite hyped online is V.E. Schwab's The Invisible Life of Eddie LaRue. It comes out on October 6th. Eddie LaRue, who makes a deal with the devil because she doesn't want to get married and he makes her live forever. But it does have a catch, as with everything with the devil, and people can't remember her. As soon as she leaves the room, she's forgotten. So that's interesting. And I'm looking forward to reading it. Quite a busy book. Then Stefan Bachmann, Cinders and Sparrows. It comes out on October 13th. It's a fantasy book. Then C.L. Polk is releasing The Midnight Bargain at October 13th too. C.L. Polk is a black author. The book sounds really interesting, so I'm looking forward to that. And last but not least, Katie O'Neill, The Tea Dragon Tapestry, which is a graphic novel again, and it's part three of the Tea Dragon Society books, and it comes out on October 27th. I'm looking forward to that too. There is also a book by P. Jelly Clark, which comes out, but it doesn't fall into the nice and cozy category, so anyway... This is it. I hope you have a wonderful October, which will be quite cozy if you like it so, or if you like it more spooky, you will have a nice October too. Music as always by Erwin Schmidt. And I hear soon. <laughs>